Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We will win this game. Yes. If you hit somebody in the mouth, we're going to get physical. We're going to get ugly right now. Olin Krutz. If the guy didn't want to fight me at some point during the game, I am not playing hard enough. 14-year NFL veteran. I know if Owen's speaking, it's going to be the truth. It's going to be what he's sees and it's probably going to be right six-time pro bowler and four-time nfl all pro yeah i thought brexton did a good job he spent a lot of time with olin this offseason just working on his anchor and i thought you saw improvements there i do believe he's a starting left tackle football analyst for 670 the score this is what i would tell braxton jones as everyone knows i know him uh ryan pose uh, mentioned it yesterday that i worked with him uh, in the offseason and i did right and uh, a little better press conference for me than than I did when George McCaffrey called me a liar. We thought so, so too. Yeah, that was nice. That was progress. Yeah, I improved. Uh, I got better over the last <laughs> two or three years. Um, Take just about anything that Olin says with a grain of salt. Olin Krutz with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 <laughs> The Score. That's how we like to introduce our guests. Take what they say Guys with a grain of salt. What's up, Olin? What's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, it's good to hear your voice, sir. How you been? How's everything? I've been good. I've been good. Everything's good uh, in the middle of, um, you know, my daughters play club volleyball. So we're in the middle of that season. It's insanity. So just uh, flying different places. And of course, when you play club volleyball, you can't play two or three games. You got to play nine, right? You got to stay there for three days or else you don't know who the best team is, I guess. So just dealing with that. <laughs> well, it's very kind of you to uh, take some time away from your volleyball schedule. Yes. And, and, yes. and join this because we figured, Owen, that nobody is debating the quarterback situation, you know? So we just, <laughs> we just wanted to be the first. And we thought, you know, late February was the perfect time to wade into these waters and have mm-hmm. this town hall. Um, but we haven't heard Olin in terms of this mm-hmm. debate very much. I, I, I know. And yep. I know that you're not a college tape draft, Nick, and you're not going to have watched mm-hmm. every snap and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But as you sit right here, how do you feel about the state of the Bears and this offseason and the uh, the fork in the road moment that's coming for Ryan Poles? Yeah, uh, like you guys said, everywhere you go, uh, people ask me that question. What would you do at quarterback? And, and, and I think the really – it's such a good argument because you can make arguments on both sides, which leads you to believe that the information that we all need to really make that decision, is the information that only Ryan Poles can get. And by that, I mean, guys, Justin Fields did end the year playing a lot better football than we've seen him play. Right. And, and it, we all know this question, Marshall. It's not only the pocket presence, which I've heard you guys talking about. It's not only getting the ball out on time. It's not only not seeing the blitz sometimes. It's the fact that can you stay healthy playing the brand of ball that he needs to play 
to win football games, right? So that's that's the thing when you look at Justin Fields, you think, okay, can he do all of that? But at the end of the year, you got to admit he did impress and he did play better and he had better wide receivers around him. His offensive line played a little better and he had a decent running game. So he looked better and going through the years, everything everybody says about his side of argument, uh, the offensive coordinators, the fact that they basically, you know, uh, cut all the good players off their team, didn't spend any money to put talent around them. That's all true. Those are all true things. The things I need to know, guys, is from Luke Getze. I need to ask Luke Getze, Luke, what, how much of your playbook did you have to cut out for Justin Fields? What plays did you feel like you could call uh, that you didn't call? And then they got rid of Luke Getze. So right there, they're telling you what? That Justin Fields wasn't the problem, that they thought their offensive coordinator was the problem, that he didn't adjust. So now I'm confused when I watch film. I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this Luke Getze or is this that Justin Fields can't run his plays? And then Caleb Williams, guys, when you watch him on film, man, his quarterback is dynamic, right? He's athletic. He throws the ball well. He gets the ball out. He also has some pocket presence problems where he takes sacks, as most young quarterbacks do, against Notre Dame. Notre Dame kept him in the pocket and, and, and quote, unquote, made him play quarterback, right? And, and, and Notre Dame got to him, made him throw three turnovers, and he had a bad game and didn't finish the season strong. And I got to go ask Lincoln Riley. Lincoln, man, I mean, do you – what is your play calls? Is it just one-word play calls like it is in college? How many reads does this guy make? Does he redirect his line? Does he tell the line where the blitz is coming from? I did watch one film where I thought he did point out the blitz, but you guys see where I'm going with this. The decision is so close about, about whether it's Justin Fields or Caleb Williams. It's part of the reason I haven't said anything because if you don't pick a side, uh, it, it doesn't move the needle. I don't know if I can pick a side, guys, without the information I need when it's that close to decide which quarterback I should take for the Chicago Bears. Listen, that is obviously very well-reasoned, and it has no place in sports talk radio. <laughs> no, that's uh, why I haven't called in. <laughs> no, I, I know. I know. Uh, but I, I do want to hear a little bit more about what you've seen from Caleb, because everybody has watched Justin, and mm -hmm. I do think that a huge percentage of our audience watched that Notre Dame game. Because mm -hmm. it was, you know, 6.30 Central and his other games are 9, 9.30 p.m. And, and all of that. So, like, I think a lot of Bears fans saw the worst of Caleb Williams. What else did you see beyond that game? Well, I, I see a guy who's the number one pick in the NFL draft down here, right? And, and by that, I mean you see a guy with all the tools, right? He has everything you need to be a really good quarterback in the NFL. And we've seen that a lot through the years and through the drafts in NFL drafts. But... When you turn around, when you turn on this guy's film in college, uh, you take away, all, you take out all the other things, all the other talk, and you take out the crying in his mom's arms, right? You take that away. You just watch his film. You just watch the throws he makes. You just watch him make people look silly with his athleticism. You watch the things he does with the football, right? It, it's funny to me after Notre Dame game, we say, well, he played bad. I think he put like fifty on Washington or something like that. Like uh, the, the kid does amazing things with the football, and he's a better passer. Than Justin Fields. I don't think anybody would argue that. I think you turn the film on and you see that immediately. So uh, we all see what everybody has been seeing, right? He's an elite quarterback. He has elite talent. He has elite traits. That's exactly what you see, Danny, when you turn the film on. I don't think anybody can argue that with you. If you're arguing against Caleb Williams, you're not arguing those points against him. You cannot. You cannot watch this young man's film and not say that he has all the tools that he needs to be elite in the NFL at quarterback. Olin, we watched every Justin game this year with tremendous detail. The season began and ended 
with games against the Packers where Jordan Love was far, far better. And mm-hmm. obviously there's a lot of different um, bits of context that have to be added as we talk about Justin. But let's talk about those last seven games when we got the best measuring ground yet for Justin, mm-hmm. right? A, a defense that had come along, um, a, an offensive line that was improved, as you had told us, and, and everything. Those last seven games... He had a 61% completion percentage, 1,300 yards passing, five touchdowns passing, three interceptions, three more rushing touchdowns, 20 sacks, six fumbles. Overall, it was an 82.2 rating. The team went four and three, um, two and two against the division. If we just think about those seven games, is that good enough for a quarterback going into year four? No, you have to look at the whole picture, right? And, and by that, I mean you have to be fair and look at everything. So you just don't look at seven games because seven games is not 17, right? And, and a lot of people talk about all these things about Justin Fields, guys. My biggest worry is can he stay healthy playing a style of football he needs to play to win football games? That's my biggest worry when I watch Justin Fields because we know he has to use his legs, be dynamic, which he is. He gets out there on the run. I don't think uh, since Devin Hester, congratulations to him to making the Hall of Fame, since Devin Hester, we've had a guy this dynamic that actually makes you turn your TV on. Like, man, Justin Fields is playing. Let's go watch him play. Uh, two of those games against the Lions, obviously, his numbers against the Lions are astronomical. He always plays good against the Detroit Lions, right? And, and, and as those games against the teams that were good on defense, they weren't that great, right? He didn't play that great against those teams. So uh, those what you worry about, the Green Bay Packers and the Cleveland Browns are two teams that come to mind right away, right? We need plays at the end of the game. Uh, against the Browns, and we don't get them. Those are the knocks against Justin Fields, even against the first Detroit Lions game. And look, we, we can blame all the things we want to blame. The wide receiver dropping the ball, it just keeps happening. So you have to take everything into account. You got to look at Taylor Williams and what he provides. You got to look at what, what, what the team provides and make the best decision for the Chicago Bears, which is what Ryan Pose is going through. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Right now. You said on the show months ago, and I think you were saying it more as kind of like everything the Bears have tried before hasn't worked, so maybe try something unconventional. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think it's possible. I think Justin is too popular. I think he's too valuable of a trade asset. I think Caleb is too valuable of a trade asset, and you would be diminishing both assets if you kept them both here, and I think it would be really complicated in the locker room. But mm-hmm. I know you know this, Owen. I've never been in the NFL as a player. Uh, no. Do you think – okay, that was a little quick. That was a little quick. Uh, do, do you think it is at all possible – that Justin Fields and Caleb Williams could both be on the Bears next year. And I've never been a debate champ at Thank New you. Trier, so we're even. Yeah. <laughs> and they I, are I do equally as lucrative. No, they're <laughs> – yes, they are. Uh, uh, um, I, I do think it's possible. I think when, when logic doesn't work, you got to look at everything, man. And I know logic says don't do that. Don't put these two guys in the same locker room. But uh, 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 with, with the picks they have, with what the Bears have going right now, why not? Why not take a chance and look at both quarterbacks? I understand what you're saying. Uh, that is the way to do it. That that when you when you look at it the right way, say okay, let's do it this way. But uh, why not put them both in there and let them battle it out and see what comes of it? That 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 to me is just um, it's outside of the box. But with the with the Chicago Bears uh, quarterback situation over the years and how they've tried to handle it and how it's worked, why not think outside of the box? Why not put as much talent in that room as you can? and let it shake out. How do you deal with that? If they were to try and do that, what kind of approach does the coaching staff need to take with the two of them and with the whole team from the get-go to make it work? Yeah, you, you just got to be as honest as possible and play the best player, right? And, and let them just battle it out, put them on the field. Uh, you just always uh, – communication is key. You got to have a good communicator in there. Coach Eberflus would have to do a great job uh, talking to both, uh, both, both quarterbacks. Shane Waldron would have to do a great job talking to both quarterbacks, guiding them, letting them know exactly where they stand with the organizations, with the Chicago Bears. And, and when, when one guy steps ahead or you think you found your guy, then maybe you can move on from the other guy. I, I know we, they say we've got diminishing returns there at some point, but this league always need quarter, needs quarterbacks. If you have two good ones, somebody will always take them off your hands. So, so what was it like with Rex and Kyle? You know, what was it like with two quarterbacks that a team had to choose? You know, did people choose to be behind one and not the other? Like, how did you guys come together in a moment like that? Now, I remember now with Rex, uh, he was the starting quarterback when we had drafted Kyle in the fifth round, right? I think Rex we drafted in 2003. Uh, Michael Haynes was the first pick. And then it was Rex Grossman got taken after that. And I actually think in 2003, Cordell Stewart was the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um so in 2005, Rex Grossman goes into that year after that 2004 year where it was Hutchison, Krenzel, Quinn, and, and Rex, and Rex got hurt that year. Uh, he comes into the season starting, and remember, he got hurt again, right? So man, there was no – scarring names, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, you didn't snap to them. Trust me. I know. Um, yeah. I was, I was debating about less? them. Has anybody ever done more with less? Anyway, um, <laughs> listen – that 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 so that that was really wasn't there, Speaks. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. in 2006, in 2005, I think Grossman comes off the bench, a uh, bench late in the season against Atlanta in that game, and 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 then he's a starter. He's a starter going into 2006, has a good year, and then I think in 2007 they replaced him. But um, it, it's the same, right? It's like you know in the locker room who should be playing. You know who the better quarterback is. You know who's playing better at that time, and you know when a guy has maybe checked out and, and he's not putting as much work as he needs to put in, and that's when the coaches have to make that decision. And then the only way to lose the locker room is if you let a guy keep doing things or keep playing when he shouldn't be playing. 
right? Because NFL players, guys, you get paid. Guys get paid when you win, right? We don't get paid for friendships. Uh, we don't get paid to all get along in the locker room. We get paid to win games. We get paid to play good football. If that's happening on the football field, if the team is moving in the right direction, who is setting the culture in the locker room? Who are the guys? You know, I don't know. Montez Sweat, uh, the older football players, the guys who, who can get guys going. It's kind of like when you talk about the San Francisco 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody always seems to mention, man, they build this super team around these quarterbacks. They forget that the super team, these guys are in like their 10th, 11th and 12th year it took them that long to get to the point where these older guys these older linemen can lead the culture in the locker room and get the team moving in direction no matter who the quarterback is olin as a flag football center i've oh, been a here we go. I've, yes. I, i've yes. been a, i've been offended at the way they've dealt with the center position i can't mm-hmm. imagine mm-hmm. how you have felt uh, over <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over the last three years um and but tell people if it can work do they need a free agent center? Do they need a veteran center? Or could they have a rookie center with a rookie quarterback, in your much more professional opinion? Yeah, it, 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 it literally is, is a great question. Here's the thing. The Bears, has it ever been? People say, well, I don't know if it's ever been done. Well, has, has any team ever taken a center and a quarterback in the first round? Right, they're all high quality. The kid from Oregon is a very, very good football player, guys, man. He plays on a high level. Uh, I know everyone's excited about him. Uh, he could probably make the calls. There's a reason guys get first-round grades, right? They're just different than the guys in their class. So can it be done? It always depends on the player. Has it ever been done? No. Does, does a veteran center give you make you a little more comfortable with his calls, with the way he's directing the line, get everybody moving in the right direction, pointing out the blitz, redirecting blocking schemes? Yes, he does make you a little more comfortable. Uh, he does help out a young quarterback. But, but that doesn't mean a young center can't do it if you have veteran guards around him and, and veteran offensive linemen and guys who all been together. Remember, you would put a center in the middle of an offensive line that's all played already, right? And it would co-commit too. Uh, you would have a, a tight end. So you would have a lot of guys who've all played together already. Now, here's the thing is you got a new scheme, right? You got a new offensive coordinator, but a young center, an elite center, uh, uh, Speaks, could do it. Uh, I'm not saying you take a guy in a, a third round, a guy like me, a bum, you don't take a third round. Center, but you can't take a first round. Do you have a center in free agency or the draft that if you were running things, if you were Ryan Poles, that you would say this is the guy? Well, I, obviously I've seen some film on the Oregon kid, and, and I got to look look for his name, Jackson Powers, but um, he's very good, right? He he is a, he's a very good center. He's athletic. He gets on a second level. He makes game-changing blocks. He can handle himself at the pivot. By that, I mean he can handle himself in the middle against big nose guards. He doesn't get pushed back. Uh, uh, he keeps the pocket clean for the quarterback. I really, really like his game. I can't say I've looked at a ton of guys. I know Brian Allen, a guy I know well. Uh, the, the Rams just released him. I know the um, the Chicago Bears offered him a contract a few years back. Ryan Pose did and wanted him here. Uh, he's had some injury issues. You'd obviously have to put some kind of protection for the team in there uh, for his injuries. He's a good center when healthy. If he can get himself moving in the right direction, he would be the exact kind of guy in Coach Morgan's scheme, and that's why they went after him. With his athleticism, uh, with the way he can point out calls, and he is a veteran, he's the kind of guy you want. The problem is, I know there's a guy from the Miami Dolphins also. The problem is a lot of these guys coming in with injuries, right, coming off of injuries. Can they stay healthy? Uh, can you take a good young center to learn from them? And, and, and he's your valuable backup. You just never, never know uh, when you're looking at these guys. But I got to be honest with you, when you're talking about the draft, when you talk about free agency, it reminds me of my fisheries one-on-one course in college. 
a lot more than I bargained for when you look at all the information, so I don't do it. Oh, okay. No, so, that, that works. Sorry about fisheries, man. That must have Man, you sounds- didn't know a mollusk had so many names, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Connor Williams, who had the torn yep. ACL in week 14. That's the Dolphins yep. guy. Any of these mm-hmm. other guys? Andre James, the former Raider. Lloyd Cushenberry mm-hmm. of the Broncos. Aaron Brewer of the Titans. Like any- yeah, Aaron Brewer is a good football player. I, I like Aaron Brewer. I've watched some of his film. I think he would match in Coach Morgan's scheme. He's a name to look for. He's blocked in this outside zone down there in Tennessee for a while. He does a nice job reaching guys. He's the kind of guy that you think Coach Morgan, with their outside zone scheme, he's the kind of guy to go after. Really like his game. I think he's a good football player. He's a good young center, and he'd be matched up with Nate Davis again. I think they know each other. So Aaron Brewer, if, if I think if they'd go after a veteran uh, NFL free agent center, I think he'd probably be the guy. This is good stuff here with uh, with Olin Krutz at the Parkinson Spiegel QB1 Town Hall. What do you think it would be like for you to watch the Bears have a great offense and a great quarterback? It'd be awesome, right? It, it would be fun to watch. And, and like you guys know, um, I enjoy the analyst work. I, I enjoy watching the Chicago Bears. I enjoy breaking down the film. Uh, they had a good team, which we only had to experience in 2018 since I've been doing this kind of work. Uh, they got to the playoffs, started winning games at a dynamic offense. You got to talk about that in pregame and postgame shows and matchups and coaching matchups and excited who they're going against that defense and how they match up with DJ Moore and Cole Komet and, uh, you know, the quarterback who's playing great, great football in the running game and what they're going to do against that defense. Uh, man, that would be exciting, right? That would be exciting for all of us who cover this team in this town and, and as their former Chicago Bear, uh, waiting for them to do good, want them to do good. Uh, wanting to play good football and, and, and get in a playoff game, man. And we, I, you know, I live here. My kids grow up here. Like you guys know, my two boys at University of Illinois, they're huge Bears fans. All my kids are Bears fans. Love to see a playoff game in Chicago. And, and you know, and, and I hear you talk about a lot, Danny, with that quarterback like Mahomes. There's only one of him. Well, they, there's only one of him with Andy Reid, right? They, I always tell people, you know what's more rare than an elite quarterback, an elite play caller. Right. They're, they're, they'll find those guys are almost impossible. So to match them both up is where you get the magic. But uh, if you got to watch a good offense, put up points, I mean, imagine, you know, expecting 28 points at Soldier Field. That'd be crazy. Right. I mean, I think the last time was uh, Coach Tressman's first year with Jay Cutler and Brandon Marshall. And that offense was humming. But I think Jay actually got hurt. Uh, uh, so it, it was it's just that that would be uh, what we're all waiting for, what we're all hoping for comes out of all these picks where we have the first pick in a draft two years in a row now. All right, so I know we I'm not sure when we're going to be able to talk to you next. So, um we know quarterback, we know center. What would Olin Crute say is the next biggest priority to upgrade this offseason? I I think you have to take an offensive lineman. I think I think you have to stack that offensive line wow. for whoever plays quarterback, right? I think you have to get yourself an elite offensive lineman we talked about it for years uh, i hate to do that to talk radio because if we get a good offensive line i don't know what you guys would talk about uh, all year long but but, but, I so that, that but that's, is. is that left tackle is that the only spot it, it, well you know if, if that is if alt is there or um the penn state kid that i think you do take them right and you let them battle it out wow and, and you put all these guys out there on the field and i just it's just been so many years now where we're looking for you know, guard is Tev- can Tevin Jenkins stay healthy, right? Like that. That can Nate Davis 
play every game. Are, are we looking for an elite guard, right? Are we trading back, looking for a guard there maybe at, at number nine? I don't know, right? I don't expect all, all the Penn State guy to be there at number nine. They might be, but if not, if we trade back, we can get a guard, right? Another playmaker, but, uh, you know, a wide receiver or offensive line, make those make those two positions, guys, that we have been waiting for years, right? Both positions to be elite. The, the, the uh, history keeps repeating itself with the Chicago Bears, right? Our offense sucks. Our offense sucks. Our offense sucks. Uh, let's sign a dynamic defensive end, right? It's just, it's over and over, it's over, and over again, right? We got to fix our offense, okay? Let's let's sign the, uh, a defensive guy to be head coach, right? And he's, he's going to go after Montez Sweat. Whether it's uh, uh, Montez Sweat or it's Julius Peppers, congratulations to him making the Hall of Fame, right? But if it's one of those two guys, we seem to always be flooding that defense with talent and forgetting about the offense. Uh, last thing, Olin, real quick. Uh, anything interest you about the offensive coaching staff, or really the overall coaching staff? They announced the final names today mm -hmm. to go along with Chris Morgan on the offensive line. It's interesting mm -hmm. to see Kenny Norton the third is a defensive quality control. Must be nice. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, <laughs> any, anything grab you about the mix of coaches on this staff now? Yeah, just, just you know, Shane Waldron is going to interest me as we go here, right? Because I don't know. Uh, when I watch his film, how different him and Luke Getzey is. I remember they were looking at the end of the year. The big word was, can he adjust, right? Can uh, We didn't think Coach Getzey could adjust, adjust well enough. So what does Shane Waldron do there? Like we just talked about, uh, elite offensive play callers are hard to find, right? Uh, was, was, it, was it Shane Waldron down there in Seattle? Or was it the fact that Geno Smith uh, got to hang around Peyton Manning and Phillip Rivers for a couple of years and learn how to play quarterback? So did he develop Geno Smith? Did he get him going in the right direction? Or did Geno Smith learn from Peyton, uh, from, um, not Peyton Manning, I'm sorry, Eli Manning mm -hmm. and Phillip Rivers? And so those are just things that, that I'm very interested in when I look at this coaching staff. I, I got to be honest with you, don't know a whole lot about a lot of the names. Try to look at the guys they signed. Uh, are there any guys with college backgrounds there, right? If, they're gonna, if they keep Justin Fields, you would think it would be more guys with college backgrounds, right? More guys who knew how to, uh, run the quarterback, the offense where the quarterback is running the ball and design that kind of scheme. Uh, you don't see that on the staff too much. Everyone give it up for Olin Krutz. The best. <laughs> Olin, you make us smarter and better. Enjoy volleyball. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Olin. That is the great Olin Krutz. Aaron Brewer is kind of a, an incredible success story, an undrafted kid who turned into the starting center in Tennessee. And as he mentioned, Nate Davis ought to be able to tell you a hell of a lot about Aaron Brewer. Yeah, that's a name to file away. And if said, shocking, take a tackle. <laughs> take an offensive lineman. Such if you don't lineman. get it, if you can't get one of the tackles, trade down, take a guard. Take a guard. Yeah, yeah. So he wants more offensive line reinforcements, uh, not surprisingly. We've got more people who still want to weigh in. Uh, and we have a piece of audio from Justin Field. Man, we have this some is undecided. A, it's a key data point. Yeah, we're going to end the show with it. It's new. It just came out today. We think it might shift some of the undecided. So we'll be ending the show with that. But we hear from you next. It's the QB1 Town Hall. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.